Good morning from the Protoss Newsroom. The date today is Thursday the 11th of March and you're listening to the Protoss Daily. The headlines this morning. A new price index from TradingView means that for the first time ever we can accurately chart Bitcoin's bullishness all the way back to 2010. Grayscale's Bitcoin Trust has closed its doors to new inflow after it began trading at 15% below Bitcoin and claims that modders have cracked the software designed to make one of NVIDIA's most sought-after chipsets less attractive to crypto miners may be wide of the mark. At the current time of publication, Bitcoin is trading at $56,730, up 0.8% over the last 24 hours. As it stands, Theta is currently the best performing top 20 cryptocurrency, up 23.5% over the past day, while Aave is the worst performer, down 5.8%. Have you ever wondered how Bitcoin's recent rallies compare to its formative years? Of course you have. Well, now, thanks to a new index from TradingView, we can look at the OG crypto's price performance all the way back to 2010. Before the index, we could only go back as far as late 2013, when the price of Bitcoin first broke $100. You can get full analysis of this new index at Protoss.com. But what are a few of the highlights? Well, according to the index, 2013 was Bitcoin's most bullish year by far, raising 5,370% from $13.51 to $739.29. And 2011 was a real roller coaster, with the currency surging 10,000% before crashing to finish just 1,500% up. Then, in 2017, BTC neared $20,000 after a 2,000% spike, but settled just over $14,000 by the end of the year. So, how is 2021 stacking up so far? Well, it's currently outperforming every other year except 2011 and 2013. Then again, it's only March, so where we'll end up is anyone's guess. We could even see a repeat of 2018, where the price collapsed 73% to just over $3,600. The world's largest Bitcoin fund, the Grayscale Bitcoin Trust, has closed its doors to new investors after it began to trade at a 15% discount to the price of Bitcoin. Previously, due to retail demand, GBTC shares would trade above the equivalent BTC held by the trust. This created an arbitrage opportunity whereby accredited clients could deposit borrowed Bitcoin into Grayscale in return for shares and hold those shares for the six-month lockup period. Then, when demand has increased, sell them on secondary markets with a premium attached, previously as high as 40%. But in late February, the GBTC premium turned to a discount after a substantial correction to the price of Bitcoin and a drop in demand on retail markets, meaning an end to the arbitrage, plus an end to the six-month lockup from stock purchased in August, saw both accredited and retail investors head north of the border to buy one of the three Bitcoin ETFs on the Toronto Stock Exchange. But this doesn't spell disaster for GBTC, which generates somewhere in the region of $70 million per month in fees alone. And don't forget, we reported just yesterday that Grayscale is on the lookout for nine ETF specialists. And if approved by the SEC, a successful pivot would make them a substantial player in the space. 
Yesterday, it was reported that software designed to halve the hash rate of NVIDIA's RTX 3060 chipsets had already been cracked by resourceful miners keen to unlock the GPU's full power. However, it turns out that this may not be the case. The sources for the story pointed to a badly cropped photo showing a mining rig running at a high hash rate of 45 megahertz per second and a Vietnamese Facebook group reacting to the news of the supposed mod. However, the Twitter account that shared the photo has since discovered that the image is of an amateur mining rig set up to mine Octopus for its CoinFlux altcoin, not Ether as originally thought. The software is designed to cut the GPU's hash rate as soon as it detects mining activity. The thing is, it's only programmed to kick in if it detects mining on the Ethereum network. All other altcoins, fair game as far as NVIDIA is concerned. NVIDIA has suffered stock shortages for a while now, and the hash rate modification, which was launched last February, was supposed to deter crypto miners from the chipsets and give gamers a chance to grab them instead. But as mentioned earlier, only Ethereum mining is being targeted, so what's to stop people mining on Octopus using as many RTXs as they like? Well, nothing yet. The programming involved in halving hash rates is complex, as it has to distinguish between coin mining and other intensive actions such as cryptography or machine learning. So for NVIDIA to make the software able to detect every other blockchain under the sun is a big ask. The top bid for the first completely digital art to be auctioned at Christie's currently stands at close to $15 million. The piece in question is called Every Day, the first 5,000 days and was created by prominent NFT artist Mike Winkleman, more commonly known as Beeple. Bids for the piece hit $1 million in the first 10 minutes. The piece is particularly significant because it's the first NFT to be auctioned by a major auction house with no physical element. No frame paintings, no coffee mugs or beer mats, just the NFT. Grimes, Kings of Leon and Sean Mendes are some of the other high-profile artists who've recently released NFTs, either artworks or albums. And it's obvious what the appeal is. Grimes made a massive $6 million from her pieces, while Beeple has made close to $9 million from his work to date. And at the time of recording, with another 40 minutes to go, it's clear that Beeple's going to bring in the big bucks once again. Thank you for listening. To stay up to date with the latest from the world of crypto, make sure to subscribe to the Protoss Daily on Spotify, Apple Podcasts and all other major podcast providers. We're back tomorrow. Bye-bye.